everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 488. We are that podcast talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Ichigugami. And Mako-chan is taking a short uh, leave of absence. She should be back in about, I'd say, about two, three weeks. Um... As I explained before, when Wild Spice would join us from time to time, she decided to take some time off from streaming for a mental health break, so that's what she's doing as well. And one thing on this show, we do, as much as we love talking about cosplay, conventions, all that stuff, we do also talk about how it's important to take mental health breaks from various things in your life, because you want to be good physically mentally emotionally as best as you possibly can so when she gets back we'll give her a well round of applause and hugs all around and maybe a frying pan to boot which she'll probably swing at us i'm i well yeah well i mean yeah i mean seriously and then after that she'll cook something in it just for her and walk away I mean, I mean, she's not wrong, you know. So, you know, hey. Anywho, uh, how is everybody doing tonight? Doing yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, VX8 says, Ichigo has learned throwing her voice. Yes. Yes, she has. This child is full of surprises. And magic. Gotta <laughs> add in magic. Hmm. Fair, fair enough. Uh, let's see. We are live tonight, week of March 9th, 2021, right here on Twitch TV. You can find us here every week, every Tuesday from 9.30 to 11 here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. And also, we are proud to be part of the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find them at vognetwork.com as well as uh, Twitch TV slash Vogue Network. So come through. You know, have a little fun, show them a little bit of love as well. So, uh, they kick things off on Sunday with the Bobby Blackwolf show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio. So, definitely swing by, check them out, and show them some love. Um, you can find more information about those shows, including ours, as well as others, at vognetwork.com. And don't forget, we also have a Discord. So come by and hang out with us in Discord at vognetwork.com slash Discord. Um, it's getting a little bit warmed up. I guess we're going to be opening up the in the pool, have a little bit of fun, and just see how it goes. So it's all good. Yeah, it's, hmm? it's quite unusual that it's in the mid-60s today. So, you know, just enjoy it while you can. Let me, let, 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 yeah. me, let me tell you something. I woke up this morning like... Why is it so hot in here? Why is my apartment so hot? I'm and I'm sweating. I'm like, am I sick? Wait, what the hell? And then I noticed that my heater was still running. Now normally, I I have a timer set to turn it for it to shut off one hour after, but sometimes I forget. So I went, shut it off, went to my computer, turned on the monitor. And I noticed the weather was like 60, like 69. I'm like, holy crap, you know? I will say, when I went out today, I actually went out 
with my hoodie and my denim jacket. And it was nice for that. And my hat. As I was walking to the subway. No, when I got off the subway, I actually took my hat off and stuffed it in my pocket. It was that nice out. I was like, I'm bringing the hat just in case. And the funny it's thing. It's false springtime for us. No, I, most, yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be another blizzard. I mean, that's smart that you had your hat with you and you made mm -hmm. sure you, you had it and you could take it off and put it mm -hmm. back on. But it's definitely, that's when Katsukon had that blizzard that one year. This time. One and year. Since then. One year. There was more. Okay. <laughs> there was at least three. Yeah, like, there was okay, okay. three. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, that one year. But then I know that we've had blizzards in this area, in the D.C. area. That's where I frequent um, for our listeners. Um, and it's it's been blizzardy. So, I'm just like, ooh, false spring. Here we go. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, look. Saturday is daylight savings time, so, you know, it won't start getting dark till about 7 now, because, look, at 5 o'clock, it's like, the sun is, like, at peak hour, and it's, like, it's so bright, if you look out your window, you see Jesus going, what's up, you know? <sighs> uh, anywho, anywho, right, let me adjust this. There we go. Anywho, anywho, we're going to kick things off with, how was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh, this uh, past few days have been really tiring, mostly because I was on the one shift at work. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, going at 10 o'clock at night and then until 6 in the morning, which, uh, that was so much fun. I hate being on that shift because it completely jacks up my sleep schedule and you know, after I come home, I could only get like three or four hours of sleep, maybe. So it'd be like, like all throughout the day, just like randomly knocking off when I'm sitting down. It was not like these things are never fun. Mm-hmm. I but, mean, I totally get you. Like when I used to work at um, Starbucks, I think once or twice a week, I'd have to do the overnight shift and it, it just threw me for a loop, you know? coming home, you know? Uh, what else? Uh, but th today was the last day of it for, uh, for, for, the, for this work week, so it actually felt, you know, still I got Wednesday and Thursday off, but it feels like, you know, I had the additional day off this Tuesday because I couldn't sleep when I got home. I just know that when I, after the show, I'm just going to sleep like the dead. Yeah, I get that. And then, uh, next week, starting Monday, I have my vacation week. Yay! Awesome. Vacation! Well earned, Ari. Well earned. And I hope that the paycheck is, you know, totally worth the, the sleep schedule being thrown out of a loop. You know me well, as also, the insomniac. Well, it's also March, and uh, since we get paid on Tuesdays, this happens to be a three-check month for us, like Ooh, I've said. Yeah, I, 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 lo I absolutely love those, you know. It's like when you get paid weekly, it's like... It's um you know it's five week it's five week five check month or if you buy week like, every two weeks it's like triple check month you know I get that I love yeah. that you know yeah there's yeah I forget what the other month will be but uh, uh what else um yeah this is like I I pick my vacation weeks based on which uh, conventions I was planning right. on going to and mm -hmm. uh, since we're not going to Katsukon I'll pretty much be uh, putzing around South Jersey maybe I'll hit up the boardwalk 
just to walk around a bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I stopped down at Cape May Brewing Company because uh, been a while since I've been there. You know, it's it's kind of interesting you say that. You know, I've seen a couple of people on my Facebook like mocking people for going on vacation and stuff like this is not the time for vacations and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, I get your point, but I just take these little days to clear my head and uh, you know get away from. No, this, I uh, feel like yeah, like I box think- I'm in. There's a double-edged sword to that yeah. too. Of like, I was I was about yeah. to get I was about to get to that. Go ahead, go ahead, Ron. No problem. I mean, if you're gonna go on vacation, go on vacation. As long as you are practicing safe protocols while you're on vacation, then have at it. It's you know, like when I went to South Carolina. What did I do for four days? I was playing my Switch on my friend's TV. What was she doing for four days? Playing World of Warcraft. We ate, hung out, you know, watched TV, did some food shopping. That's it. Yeah, I could have done that at home, but it's at home. I was in South Carolina for four days, nice weather, couldn't complain. I mean, come on. That's a different story if you're doing that. And then you're like, oh, let me do the the sightseeing touristy shit. I'm I'm not doing that. Yeah, that stuff gets old anyway. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started on the vaccine. But anyway, Ari, so you're gonna go check out the Cape May Brewing, mm-hmm. and what else are you thinking of doing on your vacation? Uh, well, I picked up GTA Five recently for mm-hmm. PS4, and uh, it was a premium edition. I, I might have told it's a premium edition where it has a lot more uh, online, you know goodies for the uh, for the uh, various expansions that have come out mm-hmm. so, so what you're telling us is that we should prepare some internet bail money so that we can peel you out of gta 5 prison <laughs> yeah they're corrupt enough that i can just you know oh you think you're <laughs> you, i you like know the gta it... series it's just it's all good fun i mean good I- inappropriate fun but good fun yeah maybe i'll get back into Destiny 2 as well. That's another game I haven't touched. I, I just find it kind of amusing that, you know, it used to be like for every generation of games, of consoles, there was a GTA. Until you got the 5. GTA 5 on PlayStation 3 G- and, and Xbox 360. GTA 5, Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Now coming soon, GTA 5, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S and X. <laughs> Talk about milking one game. I I mean, I guess I guess uh Take Two and Rockstar says, well, if Capcom would do it with Street Fighter Two, why can't we with GTA Five? <laughs> but yeah, most of the day, uh, like most of the vacation, I'll be spent relaxing and trying mm-hmm. to decompress because I've been seriously uh, ground down the past couple weeks. No, I, I I totally get that. I totally do. That's why I got some tea here to help me uh, relax, I hope. Tea is a good thing. What flavor tea, Ari? Uh, it's a Twinnings Herbal Tea. Hmm. But I was hoping I could... Oops. Freaking tag fell in the uh, cup. I know one of our uh, associates works at a tea place. So I'm hoping to get some uh, really high-quality stuff, like make a passion dragon fruit blend that uh, I know I'll like. That's one thing Sounds I good. 
that, that's all for me for now. All right. Um, Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? It's been pretty okay. Um, I've gotten a lot more commissions, which is really exciting for me. I love it when I can make clothing that makes mm-hmm. people smile and feel more themselves and tailors to them and their tastes and everything. Um, so that's been a lot of fun. We came back today working on a sweater because sweater weather is still going to be here for quite a few weeks. Um, we will be dealing with the 60s, lower 70s for the next month or two. In April, it gets a little rainy, it's a right. little colder. But the funny thing about that is, even though we're having sweater weather here, this sweater is going to go out to California. <laughs> I mean, there so, are parts of California that is a little cold, you know. Yeah, there, there are still a little few in the mountains and the way, way, you know, north. But uh, yeah, so I'm getting prepared for that. And then we also just have some other projects coming up. Um, and in general, it's just been kind of a quiet set of weeks. Um, and of course, just like fighting with sewing machines that don't want to participate in the function of being a sewing machine, which is super great. Mm. Um but yeah, I, uh, we, okay, so Bob is saying that it's actually cold right now in Cali. I'm not surprised by that at all. I have a lot of family from the north, so like Brownsville and the mountains and over in Sacramento and in mm. those kind of areas. So like, I'm used to cold California, but I know that that is not what people think of when they think of California. So since my sister's over there, that's who this commission is well, for. up so. in the north or up in the mountains. and Yeah, it's yeah, it's still different. chilly. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. Things are going well. Um, it seems like everybody's getting ramped up to put on their nines and everything like that. And of right. course, uh, out here they've gone to the second series of vaccines, so I'm hoping they'll go into the general pop soon. So I I will get my vaccine when my husband can, and he's kind of gen pop, so I have to kind of wait. But in general, that's that's pretty much the weekend day for me. I will have to say, lucky you. <laughs> but, um, so, my weekend day is me basically deciding that I should go and get, um, my, my shot. As I mentioned before, I didn't want to because I felt that I am healthy, that somebody who is not as healthy as me, you know, should go. But, you know, given that it's so many available, I'm like, you know what? Why not? If my if my friends who are in the health or in healthcare are saying, you know, I'm not I it's okay to jump I'm mean, you're not really jumping the line, you know, there's plenty for everyone. All right, so I I'll I'll I I I'll I'll go do it, you know. You know, hey, I'll I'll do it. But unfortunately, I cannot go and get a vaccine because there's no appointments available and the only play and the only and what's interesting is that I that there, there were appointments available in Queens, but since I live in Brooklyn, I can't take the F train over to get a vaccination shot. Because I'm not a resident. I'm not a resident of Queens. Ain't that a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but you're from Brooklyn, so would you really want to be? Dude, I, I it wouldn't matter to me because I was going to... I, I given how long the lines were and everything, I went out and bought a another case for my switch, a thin one, to have so I could play my switch on the train while I'm waiting and coming back. So I I, I didn't care if it was going to be an all day trip. I, I was so. just saying that the intra borough rivalries between uh, 
New Yorkers is kind of heated. Not necessarily. I mean, there is rivalry, but we... It's but exaggerated. The, yeah, but we all in agreement that Staten Island ain't shit, so you know. And yet New York was so eager to take it from New Jersey way back when. We're at the point where you can fucking have it. <laughs> oh, if only it were that simple. I know, right? Uh, I've been, I've been, you know, gaming a little bit more like I normally have. Um, I don't know if I mentioned, but I finished Rent a Girlfriend, and I ap- I can say with the utmost confidence that I absolutely hate that anime with my entire fiber being. I hated it worse than Madlax. I mean... Yeah, I understand hate is a strong word, but yet I actually watched every, every through I've, uh, throughout this. But it, it was just, I I just absolutely hated it. I mean, I, Kazuya is a weakling. His ex-girlfriend, Mammy, is a bitch. And she caused all that shit to happen. And the girl next door is like... Homegirl needs to understand there's more to life than just work, so, you know. It, it is what it is. So, I'm probably going to be going through my list of anime titles um, and seeing what else is on my list. I think I just started another one. Um, what, let me look at my list here. Because I, 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 I stumbled across it, and it's on Funimation, so I started watching it. Uh, Hensuki, and... It's a little interesting. I mean, if you're into if you're into kink and BDSM, Hensuki is basically right up your alley. It it doesn't make fun of it. It's it, it's part of it. It's not as it's not really outlandish. And the main guy is like, I can't believe this shit is actually happening. What the fuck, you know? But <laughs> it's actually a lot of newbies go through that. Yeah, but normally the main hero freaks out a lot more. He's just like this guy's a lot more calm about things like. So, you know, so that's actually pretty good. So I'm not really complaining about that. And that's only like 12 episodes. So, and to, to refer back to, um, to what Theo X75 said about USB charging. Well, a lot of the buses now have USB ports. Um, there are some station stops that do have USB charging ports. I have not seen charging um, on the subway trains itself, but the commuter rail that it's there. So the only issue that I have is giving out is that is that they're giving free Wi-Fi to people, and I'm just like, yeah, everybody has friggin' 4G or freaking unlimited data. The 4G signal is a hell of a lot faster than the free Wi-Fi that they're handing out. Well, that's, I mean, hey, that's, there's still nothing, people, I guess. yeah, there's still people out there who need it, but I was going to say for chat interaction, you talking about all the anime you're binging on, I kind of want to know what our listeners are binging into. Mm. What kind of shows are you guys watching? What kind of shows are you, uh, watching to keep yourself from doom scrolling on the internet? Uh, what kind of shows are you getting into? What kind of nefarious, uh, stories? Um, I recently have been into a few and I'll tell mm-hmm. you that on our nerdy times. Sounds but, good. Yeah, I want to hear from you guys in the chat. Yeah, that, yeah, well, yeah. We kind of refer back to that. So more of the merrier. So I've been up to that, and that basically has been it. I've just 
been gaming a little bit more. I'm still playing through Soccer Wars, Final Fantasy Legend 2. I just picked up Blaster Master Zero again. I've beaten it for 3DS, so I'm going through it on the Switch. So, And I'm thinking of probably adding a fourth game into, into the mix and just playing through it, you know? But that basically has been it. Um... Housekeeping notes. Uh, don't forget, we will be part of ZenkaiCon's 2021 virtual convention. We'll be live on. We'll be live, not just on our Twitch channel, but we'll be live on their Twitch channel as well. So, um, I believe for them it's Twitch TV slash ZenkaiCon. So we'll be there Sunday at 3 p.m. It'll most likely be me, Ari, um. Marco. I'll be there. I'll be there. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna make it? Yeah, I should be able to make okay. it on Sunday. And then also, Wild Spice and I will both be doing panels for the convention as well. So you can definitely keep an eye on Zenkaicon's channel. I know Wild Spice will be doing one on photography, mm -hmm. uh, especially convention and cosplay photography. And I'm gonna be doing my panel on resin 101. And uh, we will. And yeah. and for that whole weekend, most likely, uh, we will be hosting their feed. So when you switch, when you jump over to uh, Animate Jam Session on Twitch, you'll be seeing Zenkaicon. So show them a little bit of love. So. Oh, yeah, Fire Emblem Warriors. I hated that game. Oh! Yeah, so, yeah, so far, you know, only like a little ways through, the game has reminded me how much I, A, love Fire Emblem, B, enjoyed to some extent the uh, Dynasty Warriors games, and C, hate, hate, hate Camilla from Fire Emblem Fates. My issue... Now... Like I said, there's a reason why the, that's the only Musou game that's retailing for 30 bucks right now. Because they're trying to get wipe, get rid of them. The gameplay is fine. My issue is just the interaction and the scenes between each battle. It's a little bit unnecessary. The I will say this about the fight sequences. It's it's just it's a little bit too grindy for, for a Musou game. Oh yeah, I, st I started back into playing um, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, so you know. Anywho, well that's it for um, our housekeeping uh, geek roundtable. Uh, this is a part of the show where we, it's, where we talk about the geeky stuff we've been up to during the week and sharing off of cool geeky stuff we have. So what do you have for us for geek roundtable, Ari? Uh, pardon me. You good. Uh, this time it's uh, more magic stuff. Uh, for those of you who play Magic and heard of the uh, Secret Lair series, it's a uh, limited time run of uh, special Magic cards, usually uh, you know reprints of older stuff or uh, with a new art based on a theme. Like they've done stuff for uh, Children's Day recently. They've also uh, done stuff that features you know African-inspired uh, locales and artists, etc. So the latter of that is really good. Uh, but they've also had some uh, issues with it because they made cards based on the Walking Dead IP, and not only will they a never be reprinted, and mm. b they also uh, they're also you know and black borders, which in a in a normal game it has to be a black or white borders to be playable. Right. So they'll like make things like gray border, you know, like like the joke sets will be a uh, gray border and the, mm. stuff like that, but. This is uh, a lot simpler than 
the other stuff I got, and this is my first time opening it. I actually had the box for a little while now, but I like I was really excited about this because uh, you know it, they're just the uh, basic lands, the uh, you know mm -hmm. the most commonest cards in the series. But uh, hang on, let me uh, make sure. Let me look at the Skype window, make sure I'm pointing at it. Take a look at who the artist is on this one. I can't really see. Unfortunately, it, it's, it's, it's not uh, coming out clear for us. So ah. Just read it. If, if you read it off, I will uh, uh, paste it in the chat. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's called Happy Little Gathering. It's Bob Ross's... Uh, Oh, oh okay, okay. Oh my gosh, that's so wholesome. It makes me oh, want to get back into magic, and then I remember selling cards to a bunch of nasty, toxic people. Yeah, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, like, you know, throughout the, uh, the game's like 25 plus years old, and they've had a really, uh, some really, like, really good uh, artists, you know, do the uh, lands and stuff, and yeah. lands especially, like, the recurring ones. Like, John Avon's a really big one. It's my personal favorite. But, like, I know, like, this definitely cropped up because people like, wow, like, this will make, this will make great car, like, artwork. And uh, among the set of two of each land, there's also, uh, hang on, this one's all, this one may make a whole bunch of glare itself, but it's, it's in the plastic by itself, so I'm yeah. like, you know, bend it. But this one actually has a quote from the man himself on it, the flavor text. We don't make mistakes, just happy little accidents. I love that. Oh, that's so wholesome. Yeah, whoop. Almost knocked him behind my fucking computer. No. <laughs> Careful. Yeah, but basically what they said was uh, when they were going through the Bob Ross catalog, they, they had the easiest time making like the mountains and the forests, you know, picking ones for that, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the planes were uh, the most difficult ones. They end up zooming in on uh, sections of different works. But, the, yeah, the, it's, you know, this is like 30 bucks for the level I purchased. And it's pretty much just gamer. It's just a magic bling. You know, like people who use like foil cards or, or you know, stuff like special artwork and whatnot. Yeah. So... If and when I add them to what, any one of my decks, because I have to, like, retool everything, mm -hmm. uh, it'll find a place in there. Oh, okay. that's awesome. Pretty cool. <sighs> all right. That's all for me for now. <laughs> awesome. Ichigo, what do you have for a uh, geek around the table? Well, if any of you were into regular show and that was uh, spamming your Cartoon Network feeds, um, mm -hmm. there is a show by Quintel, again, called uh, Close Enough, which is actually pretty darn hilarious. It's on HBO Max, and it is in the same animation style, um, and it is very, like, relatable humor. Right. Um, but it, there is a lot of surrealism in it as well, which is very popular with the, like, regular show kind of vibes. Um, I've fallen back in love with Courage the Cowardly Dog, if anybody loved that show yeah. when it first happened. You and um, Mako-chan. I freaking love Courage the Cowardly Dog. I miss it to death. So I've been rewatching that as well. Um, if you're really into horror... And I do stress really into it because this series can get a little crazy. Mm -hmm. Two sentence horror stories, also a 
a winner, winner chicken dinner. Um, and so if I think that one was on Netflix, but it's called Two Sentence Horror Stories. So if you're looking for something to chill your spines or just straight rip them out of your body, that's the show for you. I think the one I first mm. wanted, the first one I heard when I was introduced to that was uh, The Last Man on Earth Sat Alone in a Room. There was a knock on the door. Yeah. And it's just really cool. Like, they actually do a good job of representing them. And they don't just do, like, American horror. They yeah. also t dipped into um, they dipped into Taiwanese horror. They dipped into Japanese horror. And they actually represented the horror of those cultures really, really well. Um, there was one, I can't remember. Uh, was it? There was one that they actually did in in a culture where they actually use the language and stuff. And they actually went on to the horror of like overworking yourself and right. how you can like work yourself to death. And it was included in like the, I something like, um, I, I worked myself to death, but I didn't notice until I was killing myself, you know? And, and it was like really weird and kooky and scary and crazy. I, why <laughs> in the chat is saying, Oh my gosh, I prefer my spine inside me and warm, thanks. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, um, yes. And then, of course, if you love the Midnight Society, Nickelodeon has brought in, brought that back. So if you're into, like, are you we, afraid we of the dark? convene the Midnight Society, yes, Are You Afraid of the Dark Um, has come back. So I've been very, very happy and excited with my television viewing as of late. Yay. Um, and of course, uh, I'm trying you to think a favorite, of the... uh, Are you afraid of the dark tale? Oh gosh, there's so many. I love like R.L. Stein. That was my like. I was that library kid. I was the person who like weird, edgy. Look, I'm so edgy. I'm not like other girls. But like, I I hung out in the library a lot, and so R.L. Stein was one of my my dudes that I read. And Roll Doll Man, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Get it. But yeah, no, R.L. Stein and Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, I loved all of that. Um, See, for me, it was so, always about the Choose Your Own Adventure books. Those were good, too. Mm. Those were good, too. But, like, I didn't get into those until I was a little older. I had one, maybe two of those. Uh, what were your favorite ones, Ari? I see you mentioning it in the chat. Uh, favorite one of what? Of the uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, the one with the, uh, the pinball machine where they got... Where the kid plays it like his whole shift at a like well past the time the arcade closes and then uh at the end he realizes he's in the machine itself so yeah. he gets to uh be a target for a giant pinball and That's uh perfect. and the other one was uh the one with the killer clown oh gosh killer clowns man they can like do it Z well i think it was zebo or i know J yeah i know uh john tron had uh, reviewed it it was the one where uh a, a clown stole a payroll, you know, caught fu you know, accidentally burned down the tent and died and haunted the place. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for a kid's show, like, are you afraid of the dark? And Some of those got fucked up. They were scary. Like, they were legitimately scary when you're a teenager. And even now, like, I've gone back and watched a few where the special effects... I'm, I've been a haunter in haunted houses. Yeah. I've done a lot of scary things. I've done special effects and stuff. And some of the older ones, man, even though they were done with practical application effects, they were like chef's kiss. Like, they were great. <laughs> and they the still haunted, aged... The haunted uh, cab driver where the two brothers are lost in the woods. The oh, one who was man. obsessed with riddles. Yes. It turns out he was dead. Yep. 
I there were so many twists. Anyway, I, I don't want to carry this off. A horror we could do a horror podcast in the future if you guys are looking for that in chat. But definitely share any uh, and all series that you have binged, been really into, or anything like that. I am always looking for new series to get into. We also, um, my husband and I will do animes on Monday. And I mm. believe we were watching In Like a Lion. Or mm. March Comes In Like a Lion. I think I've heard of that one. And it's a really cute one. Like, it's a really wholesome, sweet one. And I've enjoyed it so far. Sounds good. All right, so... I've already talked a bulk about what I've been doing during my weekend day, but so I will be showing off a couple of things that I have purchased. Like last week I showed off the retro controller that I bought for gaming, you know, for playing some classic games. I ended up sending it back and I got the official 8-bit dough uh, Super Famicom style controller. And the main love that yeah. love that. Yeah. And the main reason was for it was for the Super Famicom colors. I mean, when I found out that's how the controllers were in Japan, I'm like, well, why couldn't we gotten those? Now, it's about the same thick. It's a little bit thicker than a Super Famicom Super Nintendo controller. But the main thing is was the control pad. It's a lot more tighter than the other one. So that's what I really enjoyed. I enjoy more than anything else with this. And I've actually played a couple of Switch games with it. And it's not bad. Like, I've played Mario Kart with this. So it's not so bad. Um, I've actually tried playing Splatoon with it. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> but, you know. I think I could get away with playing Blaster Master Zero with it, but I haven't tried. But but the main reason why I got that is more for playing a lot of the classic games on, on the Switch Online service and a lot of, like, the revamped, uh, like, the collection games, like, like the Legend of Mana, uh, Final Fantasy Legend Collection, stuff like that. Um, also, a Collection of Mana, you know, that type of stuff. But what's great is that this controller also works on Windows, Mac, and Android. So you just push start and the appropriate button for whatever mode you want to put it in, and you're all set. So I like that. It's pretty cool. So Also, if you can't, if you haven't noticed, I actually went out and I actually got replacement cushions for my headset. Because I don't know if you could tell that um, like the original cushions I had on here... The leather on it was crackling, so it was probably pleather, give or take, like that. And I'm just like, I'll just get around to it. I'll get around to it. So I found a pair, a replacement set on sale for about $12. So these are not the official V-Moda cushions. These are just a third-party knockoff. And I realized that I'm I'm not, I don't take this set of headset, this, this headset out. I have another pair that I go outside with. I'm just using these. So... I'm going to give y'all some advice. If you have a headset where you can buy replacement cushions and you wear that headset a lot, I would recommend when you replace the cushions that you wipe that you wipe down the outside areas where the, where the cushions were with rubbing alcohol. And I say that because when when I took them off, first thing first, they fell apart while I was ripping, while I was taking them off, you know. But when I got the back plate off, yeah, I kind of, I did not realize how dirty my ears were. 
until I saw, until I pulled, until I pulled the, the, head, the cushions off. I was like, oh, good Lord. So I spent a good 20 minutes, you know, with compressed air, Q-tips, and rubbing alcohol, cleaning the inside of these headsets to make sure everything was fine. And I have a feeling I'm probably going to be doing that with my other headset because I started to notice that the cushions are starting to crack a little. So I will be buying replacements for those next month. So because I because the headset, I basically wear that like on average of once a week, you know, give or take. Anywho, enough about that. Uh, we're going to get into, I guess it's going to become our new segment Con cancellations. Basically, we're just going to tell you what cons that have canceled, postponed, and what their um, alternative plans are going to be. So, uh, first up is Project Acon, or just now Acon. They have been postponed to 2022. Uh, they have not revealed next the 2022 dates or the location. Um... What you can do for right now, you can transfer your registration to the 2022 event, or you can get a refund, which is available until April 4th. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? Anime Expo has canceled, um, but we will be seeing the return of AX Lite. So it will be happening basically over, I, I believe now during um, 4th of July weekend. Uh, which is July 2nd to the 5th. It will be a virtual event, just like last year. Uh, just stick around to AX's website for more information in regards to that. Let's see, last one here. And Comic Cat, Comic Cat 99 was postponed due to the, to the extended state of emergency going on in Japan right now. So it was supposed to happen during Golden Week, but it's not happening right now. Uh, right now, they don't have any future plans of what's going to go on. So basically, it is has been canceled. So hopefully, they can find a future date to have this event because Comic Cat is more of it is more like a giant dealer's room per se you're just going and you're going to buy a lot of doujinshis and so forth you know so but no there will be there are cosplayers there too but it's more for you know buying uh books and so forth so okay moving right along um ari what's going on with live action helsing yeah, let me uh, bring it up here. No problem. Here we go. Uh, Hollywood Industry Portal Deadline reports that the screenwriter for the John Wick franchise, Derek Kolstad, will be working under Amazon Studios' help to develop a live-action feature film adaptation of Helsing. Helsing was published by Shonen Gahosha in the Young King Hours manga anthology magazine from May 1997 to September 2008. <clears throat> with Dark Horse publishing the series in England from 2003 to 2010 and describes the series as such. With supernatural horrors haunting the streets and preying upon humanity, a shadowy Helsing organization fights back against Hell's minions. Their secret weapon, the vampire Lord Alucard, whose terrifying powers are needed more than ever as an army of the undead marches on London, 
beneath the banner of the swastika. I think I need to rewatch uh, Helsing Abridged. Oh, yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. Yes, it is. And I know when I shared this, a few people were kind of hesitant about this. And I'm like, look, I get it. Not every live action anime that goes live action is good. And I get that. But you got the screenwriter for the John Wick franchise doing this. This is going to be good. I, I, I have faith in this. Cautious optimism is the best way to put it, I think. Basically. Yeah, I agree. Cautious optimism. Yeah, because there are... But it's... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, because I'm looking at the comments. There are people that are like, no, 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 no. I think it's because we're all going through a lot of stuff right now, so... Mm -hmm. That kind of media is one of those things where it can go very, very wrong very quickly. But I feel like since it's so fantastical, it will probably be okay. But, you know, considering that they're doing a lot of live action movements, even with like Demon Slayer and, you know, uh, what was it? See, but, that, but, but, but the thing is Demon Slayer, that's going to, I believe that's a Japanese adaptation. Yeah, yeah. They, I, remember, I, I you know, when when the Japanese do a live action film, there's a lot more faith put into it, except for the Attack on Titan film, and there was some pushback with um, Full Metal Alchemist. On the American side, it's like, yeah, we're kind of effed, you know. But I'll I say, know, I know. Yeah. I'm really hoping for the Cowboy Bebop one to be really good because they've started filming again, and mm -hmm. I'm just like super in. Like I I'm, think I'm that's I look. Well, I think that's going to be good. I I, I have yeah. faith in that one. So all we can do is hope for the best. But uh, I definitely I wanted to make the comment. Live action seems to be the direction that a lot of these shows are going. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy how how quickly. They're going from like a reintroduction of the series because I know Helsing was just redone a few years back, yeah, right? Yeah, I think it was. I was Helsing Ultimate, I think. Yeah. I mean, that was the name of it, but I don't know if it was a retelling. I because I I don't follow Helsing at all. If you said Full Metal Alchemist, I'm like, yeah, FMA Brotherhood, you know. Sailor Moon, yeah, Sailor Moon Crystal, Sailor Moon Eternal, yeah, I know that one. Hunter Hunter, yeah, there was a new Hunter Hunter anime, yeah, I know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, uh, so, it's, you know, if you're not into gore, I guess, um, we'll move on to something a little more wholesome, wait, maybe? But wait, before we go, before we move on, yeah, Sia Berry said something good. A good live-action Perfect Blue. Ooh, ooh, li Perfect ooh. Blue or, um, or Big O. Ooh. No, no, no. He had me at at, uh, at perfect blue. He had me at perfect, perfect blue. Perfect blue would be Ooh. great. I, Ooh. I think that that would translate Ooh. really well because while we... That would be one hell of a mind fuck. Yeah, it would. It would be crazy. It would be very much a mental thriller. And it would have to be done by Blumhouse uh, Studios. Please. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Please. 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 Well... Moving on from Blumhouse to something that is definitely not horror. <laughs> mm. uh, Hello Kitty is also going to Hollywood with a live action slash animated hybrid movie. Oh boy, because those have worked out so well lately. I don't know. I mean, the first Garfield film was pretty good, you know. Have you Whoa. seen the reviews for Tom and Jerry? 
Not oh, yet, no, but I'm still, I still, I still, I still plan on watching it. I don't care. I grew up on Tom and Jerry. I saw the last film. Rest in peace, voice actress for Jerry. But I'm watching this new one. I think it's going to be good. Worldwide kawaii phenomenon, Hello Kitty is officially off to Hollywood with a live-action animation hybrid movie. Produced by Flynn Picture Company and New Line Cinema, the yet-untitled movie will also mark Hello Kitty's big-screen debut. U.S. animation specialists Jennifer Coyle and Leo Matsuda will co-direct in their studio film directing debut, as well as Coyle, who has previously contributed to HBO Max's Harley Quinn, and hit series Bob's Burgers, Matsuda's debut short In Your Workings, Inner Workings, if I can speak English correctly, <laughs> was shortlisted for an Academy Award in 2017. Um, and you can definitely check out their old works and see what you can expect. Um, I'm excited for it. I, I highly doubt that it is going to be a bad show, considering it's going to have both. Um, and Hello Kitty already has a very large following. Um, as well as Sanrio, I mean, they usually, they're one of those brands that locks it down. If it is not up to their, like, if it is not up to their snuff, as it were, mm -hmm. Sanrio's not going to let it air. And considering uh, Hello Kitty already has a beloved TV franchise cartoon that they have a ton of stuff to work off of, I can't see this going badly for them. Like, I can't see it being a bad live action compared to its counterparts of, like, Tom and Jerry here in the States. Mm. Well, I mean, look, I know a lot of people gave uh, the Smurfs uh, flack, but it was it was good. I thought it was good. I, I've seen both films and both films did amazingly well. I mean, but then again, how do you screw up a, uh, a live-action hybrid Hello Kitty film? I mean, how? Let's not uh, ponder that because, you know, somebody might be listening and think, hmm, that's a good idea. You know, taking that shit at face value. <laughs> Flips through books of internet rules. <laughs> like, literally. It, it's literally just depending on the day and depending on, on who you put in charge of it. But they seem like they've got very capable staff members, so I'm very excited to see it. Yeah. That's the last thing we need. Hello Kitty reading the rules of the internet. I mean Rule 34. If it exists, there Just so <laughs> you know, there already is. I I've not seen it, but I'm just saying most likely there already is, so. No, no, I, I know that. I'm just they don't want Hello Kitty to uh to stumble upon that herself because like just imagine someone just like diving in to like make the save like Yank the book out of her hand, like you know what I mean. True. Or you know, uh, people in our chat here at uh, <laughs> twitchtv anime jam sessions filling all of the hot hot tea. I mean, they could have costumes designed by the finalists of season seven of RuPaul's Drag Race. And yes, there was a Hello Kitty design challenge in Drag Race season seven. Oh, good um, lord! <laughs> there was, there was obviously, and of course. They do have amazing drag queens that came from that show, like kimchi and mm -hmm. things like that. But yeah, I definitely, you can, there are many ways that they could screw this up, but I, I highly doubt that they will. Um, so I'm excited to see them do it well. I hope that they do it justice. 
I think it'll be. I think it will be good. You know. And besides, if it's not, the fans will let them know. Case in point, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. Okay, moving right along, we have some a bit of idle news. Okay. Looks like uh, Love Life star Real Ida is joining the cast of Prepara as a new idol. And that sounds pretty interesting. And the name I almost of, read that as Para Para. I can I can see that. I can see that. And the name of the anime, I believe, is called Idol Land Prepara. Um, I don't know much about idol animes outside of Love Live, Bang Dream, D4DJ. Um, I know a little bit about AKB0048. I know a little something about Idol Master, which is sort of like an idol equivalent of Precure with all the different shows and all that craziness. So, And as the and Bob Coffee is letting us know, for those as a refresher, Rio Ida is Rin from the original Love Live series. Thank you for that, because I'm like, I know that name from somewhere. My memory retention isn't. It's kind of meh at best. So you know. So she is voicing a new character on uh, Idol Lamb Prepara, and the vo- character's name is Amari Katasumi. Amari's reveal follows in the footsteps of the previous characters, shining out a previously obscured visual. Fair enough, you know. And she looks feisty. Look like she 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 came to wreck. She came to to wreck the house basically from from looking at this. Um, she for those of you who don't know, Rio Ida has also uh, voiced Hijiri and Furikuri Alternative. And Persephone the second and drop kick on my devil. Just out of curiosity, did anybody watch Footy Cody Alternative or Footy Cody Pro- Progressive? Uh, I watched like a little bit of it, but I couldn't get into it. I'm gonna try and watch it again now that I have a little more time. Um, but it's definitely a show that it, I I liked the the first one. I liked Footy Cody. So I don't, I don't know. I kind of, I think I went into it expecting more nostalgia and I didn't get that nostalgia. Mm. And uh, we have in our chat, I watched all of one and half of the other. <laughs> That's very much how I felt about Progressive. Um, yeah. You know, it, it was, it was like, it was nice to see the series come back, but I, I don't know what I expected. And uh, I'm going to post a picture here so you can take a look. Not bad. She she does look she does look hella fierce. I'm I may have to check this out when it when it airs. Okay, moving uh. along. Okay, um, let's see who has this one. Ari, what is going on with the devil is a part timer? I know you were really happy about this. <laughs> so, yeah, The Devil is a Part-Time will be getting a second TV anime season in celebration of the novel's 10th anniversary, which is written by Satoshi Wakahara and illustrated by 029. The first season of the show aired from April 4, 2013 to June 27, 2013. The first trailer, key visual, and confirmation of returning cast were revealed giving us the first taste of what the new season will be serving up. 
Art would art look does work at artwork does look uh, pretty decent so far. Uh, White Fox animated the first season in 2013 under the direction of Naoto Osoda, though the staff of the second season has not been revealed. Though there is clearly a difference in art style between the first and second seasons. It's probably two different studios. So, uh, foiled by a hero when he's inches away from conquering a world, the devil finds himself in modern-day Tokyo. With no real-world skills to speak of, the devil is forced to make ends meet by flipping burgers at a fast-food joint. To stall any further plans of world domination, he the hero tracks the devil's trail and takes on the lowly tasks of a telemarketer. Yeesh. Mm. Which one of those jobs is worse? You know, I'd rather take my chances flipping burgers. Until some entitled-ass Karen starts screaming about... Like, I want to see a manager and tries to jump the counter. And I will flip a burger right in her face. <laughs> and by flip, I mean I'll flip it up in the air and spin around and smack it right in her face. Fun stuff. Mm. Meanwhile, Patty and Stocking fans are like, are we a joke to you? <laughs> if that's an anime that's well deserving of a second season. But from my understanding, uh, Gynax is holding on to the rights and they are not doing anything about it. And they won't sell it off to, uh, they won't sell to Trigger. So if I'm not mistaken, Trigger was a part of Gynax and that group was, was the ones responsible for Penny and Stocking. So... Those bastards. Anywho, uh, moving right along, you know. Ichigo, how about a Happy Meal? Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, going back to our part-time jobs we have here at McDougal's. Um, you mean so McDowell's. McDowell's, that's right. <laughs> uh, Demon Slayer is pretty cure. Anime. Same. Anime th- <laughs> I have. I just watched it. It was okay. That's why I keep it. Everyone said it was okay. It was all right. You know. It was okay. Um, but pretty, uh, so Demon Slayer and Pretty Cure are having anime-themed Happy Meals arrive at McDougal's. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> at McDonald's Japan. Uh, these super limited time released slay all of the competition. Uh, do with that what you will. Uh, manga and anime series Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba has achieved staggering cult-like levels of Scientology popularity in Japan. Um, its October 2020 theatrical sequel film, Demon Slayer the movie Mugen Train, is also now officially the highest grossing film to Japanese box office history, even beating out Studio Ghibli's favorite Spirit Away. Whenever a series has such pervasive influence on society, you know it's destined to become the the Hokage. Um, uh, never mind. A targeting <laughs> marketing campaign selling in fast food restaurants everywhere. Case in point, on March 5th, McDonald's Japan unveiled Demon Slayer-themed Happy Meals, also known as Happy Sets in Japanese, at locations throughout the country. The chain also released Happy Meals based on the newest Pretty Cure anime, Tropical Rouge Pretty Cure. At the same time, for those feelings in a bit more magical girl mood. These meal sets will only be around for two weeks, so they're wrapping up pretty quickly and are a cheap way to grab some goodies from your favorite franchise. 
I believe I shared in the chat, but if I forgot, which I did, you can look at the cute little toys on the article here at our twitch.tv slash anime jam session channel. Uh, the Demon Slayer Happy Meals also feature three types of stickers with five variations with a total of 15 unique stickers. So there's three types of stickers on each card. And there are character stickers, message stickers, so they look kind of like a manga cutout where there is a character and a message. Mm-hmm. And limited edition staff stickers where the characters are dressed up in the role of a worker at the fast food establishment. Meanwhile, the Pretty Cure Happy Meals uh, feature five unique coloring books based on the five main characters of the Tropical Rouge anime series. Uh, to top it off, both types of Happy Meals come with an inclusion of a previously released toy from their respective franchise. And if you haven't heard, McDonald's Japan recently revamped their Happy Meal food menu to be more nutritionally sound and their prizes to include more educational options. You can definitely check out the other articles and read about it there. But yeah, it looks like the toys are pretty adorable and cute. And I like the fact that they have coloring pages. And And I will not doubt that there will be some cosplayers when we come back cosplaying those versions of the characters. That that actually reminds me. I mean, I actually have sitting, like on 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 my shelf, right 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 on my shelf here. Um, I think these are both from the set. Uh, Twilight Sparkle and Princess Twilight Sparkle from from MLP Happy Meal Kit. Uh, Happy Meals that that I that I basically traveled through multiple uh, McDonald's to get. I actually have, I think I have a set for myself somewhere in my closet there. And I just had extras. So I just put them on display here. And I just remember mentioning I back like the early days of like Facebook saying, yeah, I'm going to McDonald's. I'm taking orders. Does anybody want any of these figures? You know, and thankfully you can buy the toys separately. So there I am going from McDonald's to McDonald's to McDonald's to buying these toys. I'm like, I have no fucking shame in my game. I'm just buying them. I'm not flipping out if I can't get them. If I can't get, I'll just go to the next store. You know, it is what it is. And then packing them up in boxes and after getting paid for and just shipping them out to people that wanted them. So, you know, plus it gave me something to do. So, Well, at least you were like reasonable about it. There are still the reason, the biggest reason they've changed a lot of those rules now is because of the whole Pokemon thing. So thankfully, um, I hope See, that maybe they'll go back. I have an issue with that, and it's the same issue with, with the bronies. I mean, these toys are f- not for us. Mm-hmm. They are for the kids, and that's the way it should be. But That's still not going to stop people from uh, I know. snatching them up and uh, I know. flipping them. Because tons like, of money. Look, when MLP came out, I don't think they realized there'd be grown-ass adults watching and enjoying this show. Okay, so, you know, basically, even though the toys were aimed at young at young kids, the toys ended up being aimed, be, everybody was buying them, basically. Pokemon, same thing. These these Pokemon Happy Meals are out, you know, for the younger kids, but the older fans that played, you know, they're like, oh, this takes me back. So they're buying them all up, not allowing the kids, you know, the young kids to have them and have fun, you know? I mean, come on, don't gatekeep. And I think that's it. Um, 
yeah, now we're going to get into the part of the show that y'all really enjoy. Uh, meanwhile, in Japan. I'll take the third guess, one. Mm-hmm. guess I'm taking the first one. Oh, good, because I kind of wanted to take the second one, so. And, oh boy, it's our favorite topic. <laughs> Revisited. I didn't think this is like the third time we've we've discussed this. And two and the two times we've seen it so far, we were both driven to madness. Yeah. I was literally pointing and laughing at how bad these things got and how badly you broke. But let's see how this plays out. Okay, let's go. Who actually writes Japan's letters from little sister and schoolgirl love ca- letter capsule toys? The bar for Strange is pretty, world, pretty high in the world of Japan's capsule toys. After all, right now you can find machines selling such oddest figures of gorillas wearing rendosaru backpacks or Shiba dogs with their heads bursting out of woodblock artwork. But even by Gacha's toy standards, manufacturer cap, capsule corporations, not the BBC one, Emoto Karanotegami line is pretty out there since it's you know, letters from Little Sister. And each capsule includes a letter filled with deep silving devotion to and or frightening possessiveness of Big Brother. Like in the letter it says, Who is that girl I saw you with? Oni-chan, chill! What it, you know. That, I, I won't that's give just you what wow. You. Yeah. The letters come in pieces of fold-up paper nestled inside the capsule, so while some are printed with a handwritten front, others are actually written by hand. Uh... <clears throat> but who's actually putting the pen to paper? The question was put to Capsule Corporation CEO Hideaki Eto by magazine Econ Spa, and at the risk of shattering the illusion, he revealed the letters are not, in fact, written by teenage girls. They're generally written by women in their 20s, 30s, or 40s. Most of the time, it's one or two women writing expressive, brightly colored characters, but when things get busy, they bring in five or six part-times to help with the actual workload. Mm. In addition to letters from a little sipper, Capsule Core has a second line of handwritten letter capsule toys called Letters from Kiki, which contain love letters from a schoolgirl. These are handwriting is done by maids who work at a maid cafe the company manages. But while I answer the question of who's writing the letters in a physical sense, it's someone else who's writing them in the sense of thinking of the words that go into the letters in the first place. So Edo also revealed the identity of the person composing the letters from Kiki, and it turns out it's Edo himself. Mm. I don't want to compose them. I get really fired up writing love letters in the middle of the... You're not helping your case, dude! I got nothing. Uh, yeah, I don't... Yeah, I, I haven't had enough visions of hearing Oni-chan, Oni-chan, chill. What? Oh... Okay, like like the third part of many trilogies, this brain break wasn't nearly as satisfying or entertaining as the other two. Fair. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it also didn't come with me emulating the voices, so that probably helped a lot. Uh, yeah, it, it kind of did. I was going to say, I don't do deep voices well. No, and I, I sound like Ray Romano on a handful of Quaaludes as it is, so... You know, when, when, when Ichigo does a deep voice, one thing comes to mind. Whatever she just ate must have been damn good. Uh, <laughs> I, I do have a voice modulator, but I don't have enough time to 
time to set it up. So yeah. you'll just have to imagine me doing a scary deep voice. That's on you guys. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, all right. Our next story is is about a mom of a Japanese gamer whose son has no mom of Japanese gamer son who has sniper persist criticism of his Apex Legends habit. Oh wow. There you are trying to be the best in the game. Your mom is coming by and just being like in the nicest of ways, you suck. <laughs> So basically, video games are just more than the mainstream now, the more they have ever been. Gaming is still a hobby with a pretty stark generational divide in many households, and some parents don't appreciate how long, how much time their kids spend with a controller in their hands. So it might not be that much of a surprise when Kengo Matsumoto's mom saw him indulging in an extended play session of Apex Legends, and she had some words to say. And... She was just watching him play, and one thing she pointed out and said, Look, you keep jumping out right in front of your opponents, and that's why you keep losing. Wow. She felt that, basically, she couldn't sit there and stay quiet and realize that her son wasn't properly applying himself to play this game. She didn't say, quit wasting your time playing video games and clean your room, or... I wish you were as enthusiastic about studying as you were about playing games, or... Oh boy, that old chestnut. Yep, or how can you stay inside on such a beautiful day? Ma I, I Mama Matsumoto that. is okay with all of this. Straight away. Say what? Said, I wouldn't get that last one. I would just get yeeted out of the house straight away. You thunk. Honestly, I think this is actually a really healthy, barren relationship in Japanese culture, which is weird and saying mm -hmm. stuff. Because it looks like she's actually quite supportive, and she's just trying to talk to him on his level. Is that but weird? But she's still backseat gaming. No, she's backseat gaming, but at the same time, like, yeah, but here's the thing: trying to be a professional gamer. If it's and your, your mom was just like, "You're so great! Oh my god, you're gonna be great!" Like, you wouldn't. You at some point would. People go, "Oh, my parents says that. Like, it doesn't even matter." But when your parents like, "You suck, and you should get better." <laughs> See, my thing is, is if, 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 if it's your mom, if it's your mom telling you to, if your mom is pointing out your fallacies in the game, telling you to get good, is it really backseat gaming? Is it though? And honestly, at this point, she was probably raised with Nintendo, so like, yes. step back, youngins. Yeah, it's like that. Your skull is thicker than this Nintendo Entertainment System, and this thing can survive being dropped for. Like dropped out of low orbit from space. <laughs> but I do like the comments in this article, Ronma. You want to go over those? Hold on. I'm suddenly reminded of the Bane meme that went, you know, about wireless controllers. Like, you adopted the wireless controllers where I was bo we were born into it or something like that. I wish I could... I did not dial up until I was already a man. Yeah, I wish I could find that meme because that is so relevant right now. So, basically... He was like, he basically said on Twitter that she was totally correct and it made me reflect on my actions. But he asked her, you know, how do you understand, wait, you understand how this game is played? And she just simply said, I understand you keep getting killed right away. 
<laughs> wow, you know, and netizens have, have said some had some things to say like, "That's one tough mama." Nice coaching there. Did your mom used to be in the Japan Self Defense Forces? Mom's advice: an ounce of color, an ounce of cover is worth a pound of healing. A few fellow gamers also chimed in with stories of their own family members' analysis of their strategical shortcomings. One person goes, every time I play, my mom says, see, that's they get you when you're reloading. Or, back when I was playing Dark Souls, my wife would get so pissed for her say, and say, for crying out loud, you gotta back up more if you don't want to get shanked while you're drinking from the Etsy's flask. Wow. And Dark Souls is a tough game. I have it on, I believe, for PlayStation 4. Hey, I found this BAME means you were looking for. All right, great. I might have to post one in the chat. While, <laughs> while gaming is Matsumoto's hobby, he is a professional manga artist by trade and currently writing and drawing Totosai Kita Yomega Aisa Warai Bakari Shite, which translates to My Wife Always Makes Herself Smile, which you can actually get on Amazon, which is kind of cool. No word on whether Matsumoto's mom also gives him advice while he's drawing. I, 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 no. Yep, yep, that, that was it. Yeah, th thank you, Ari. Thank you very much. Let's see. Copy image address. I, I, I got, I, I got to drop this in, so... And there it is. You will you merely adopted gaming. I was born into it, molded by it. I didn't see a wireless controller until I was already a man. Yes, there you go. All right, and now to wrap things up with these interesting with these interesting stories is Ichigo. And I, I do want to do my Bane impression for you guys. Do it, do it. Because I've, I've actually been talking. Can you put the meme back up really quick? I just need something to read from. Done. Because my husband and I, I practice. Oh, okay. You merely adopted gaming. I was born into it, molded by it. I didn't see a wireless controller until I was already a man. Yeah. You sound like Lunar from the geek dub of Sailor Moon trying to be Bane. <laughs> Say What? <laughs> She sounds like it's Luna from person. the uh, oh. from the from the uh, Deek Sailor Moon to well, like, well, you have to admit, Ichigo does have Ichigo and Luna both have the same level of patience as patience, so it's kind of understandable. That's true, though. That's true, though. That's the T. Um, all right. I mean, side note, I could just picture this. Mako, no, I can picture Ichigo as Luna. See, and she's watching Sailor Moon screw up again. And I can see Ichigo go over, grab Sailor Moon by the collar, and be like, come here, you. I am tired of your moon shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm real tired of your shit, Monaco. You're real tired of your shit, Usagi. <laughs> um, I am the Luna that smokes a pack and then tells her what's what. Um, so, <laughs> moving on. Naomi Watanabe is moving to the U.S., switching base of operations to outside Japan. Multifaceted, faceted entertainer says she's been preparing to transition for years. 
In Japan, when a celebrity steps away from intensive activity in the entertainment industry, they're often described as graduating. This is why you see a lot of idols, a、mm-hmm. lot of entertainers and groups, and everything like that. It's described as graduating and not retiring. So it came as a surprise for fans on Monday when Naomi Watanabe, one of Japan's most popular entertainers, announced that she'll be graduating from regular Japanese TV work at the end of this month. However, Watanabe isn't fleeing from the spotlight, but rather crossing the ocean, as she'll be moving to the US and switching her focus to the American English international media sphere, which is always a telltale way that entertainers in many countries look to see if they've made it. When you've made it in America, you've basically made it all over the world.、Mm. She also stated on social media I wanted to let you all know that I will be based out of the US starting April. I have been working overseas before now, too, but have been preparing even more these past two years in Japan and US to work overseas. I have now thankfully tied a partnership with the agents in the US, ICM and IMG, and now can officially start my entertainment activities. Of course, I understand that I have to go grab the chances on my own, though, so I'll be working really hard. It will be brand new challenges, but here I go. Wantanabe broke the news bilingually in Japanese and English through her Instagram account, and she was very excited about it. She obviously has not signed with only one but two talent agencies,、That's、ICM、really cool. and IMG. And One is based in Los Angeles, which operates in the movie, TV, music, and news media sector, and the New York modeling agency, IMG Models, suggesting that she contends to, intends to continue her multifaceted career that spans comedy, acting, music, and fashion. If any of you don't know, Naomi Watanabe is also a very popular plus size model in Japanese fashion,、mm-hmm. and even has her own collection of plus size fashion.、Um, Called, oh gosh, what is it called? I'll have to look it up for you guys, but she's an amazing person and very, very talented. One day prior to her Instagram announcement, Wantanabe appeared on the Japanese variety program Hayashi Sensei oh, no Hatsumimagaku. Sorry, it was a very large word that I was not expecting,、uh, where she talked about her international ambitions with the 33 year old saying she wants to play the lead role in an American comedy movie by the time she's 40. She was also in New York for work last October. She's been spending time studying abroad、uh, since 2014 and hasn't said what part of the states she'll be making her home, although she has been the owner of a home in New York since 2019. Previously, she's been considering to split her time between Japanese,、uh, J- Japan and the US, but the coronavirus situation makes it hard to travel frequently internationally because it's a health risk and logistics nightmare. And so, with her representational contracts with IGM or ICM and IMG, the timing was right to pounce across the Pacific. And she says she still hopes to be able to make、uh, work and time for the occasional Japanese project、um, because she wants to、uh, quote, she says, I'm going to go study to become a super entertainer that you guys can have a lot of fun watching. Uh, as many fans will surely have eyes on her no matter where in the world she is. And I think that she is an amazing entertainer. I think she's a wonderful comedian. And she can only, literally, she can only go up. And I think that it's going to be an amazing way to watch her rise.、Mm-hmm. Um, she was one person we covered, if you guys remember being the Japanese Beyonce. 
Um, if you guys remember that, uh, that's basically kind of what her, she went viral for, um, and her plus size collection. It's called, um, uh, Ponyus. Ponyus. Yeah. It's a, it's a play on, it's it's a play on the Japanese word chubby. So, yes. (laughs) So uh, it's really cute. I think she's a great representation of plus size in the media, as well as just as a person in general, I think she's a great person to look at. So I definitely think you guys should check her out and watch her stuff and see how well she does. I think that's really cool. And don't forget, she's also a voice in the, in the Sailor Moon Eternals movie, you know? Uh, I just don't remember which character, because I know we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, let me take a look here. I found it, a link here. Yeah, she, oh, yeah, she's uh, Zirconia. She, and I think that's pretty cool. I could see her voicing uh, Nehalenia. I would, I, I... I I, 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 I camp for that one, so. Anywho. I I think it's time for us to go ahead and um and wrap up the show, because I think we did good tonight. Uh-huh. Come on. There we go. There we go. So if you like the show, tell a friend. The internal will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. And don't forget to check out our website at animejamsession.com where you'll find our weekly podcast. Uh, cosplayer tips and trips, uh, cosplayer interviews, anime reviews, convention reports, editorials, Facebook photos, the whole nine yards at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget, if, if you like the show, you can follow us on any podcasting-based application like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Just search Anime Jam Session, over 480-something episodes. Take a listen. I think you'll enjoy them. And don't forget to follow us on social media, uh, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search Anime Jam Session, and we'll come right up. Follow us on Facebook for updates of when we're going live and photos, Twitter for when we're going live and articles, and YouTube for our convention coverage. And don't forget, we have a, we have virtual tip jars down below. Uh, through Streamlabs, uh, Ko-Fi, and Bits. You know, just throw some Bits. You know, we appreciate that. And subscriptions. We appreciate all of that. Everything that comes into the show, we invest back into the hardware so we can keep the show going for us and the rest of the hosts, as well as conventions as well. So we're going to go around the room for last words. Last words, Ari. Uh, I can't wait to actually get to bed and get a good night's sleep for once. Gotcha. Last words, Ichigo. I'm going to try and also go to sleep at a normal human time so I can be a magical girl tomorrow. I have to, my last words is, yeah, I'm going to have to get on that board with our, with going to bed early because I've been going to bed at 5 a.m. because I've been gaming. I've been doing 4 a.m. so I'm getting better. That and I forgot to hit the record button for audition, but it's okay. 
since I'm recording the show to upload to our YouTube page, I'll just rip the audio and go off of that. So, you know, there's always a backup plan one way or another. <laughs> so that is it. End of list. Uh, is it actually? Yeah, yeah. Th that's it. So we're getting out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I need to go gummy. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Perfect. We're out of here. See you all next week. of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!